Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've bitten a penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Friday pre-market prep. We made it to the end of the week. Spencer Israel, Joel Conan, Dennis Dick with you this morning. So we sell off on uh, Tuesday. We buy the dip. Sell off a little bit Wednesday uh, at the open. Buy the dip. Sell off harder on Thursday. Dip gets bought, but then it doesn't get bought. Uh, so we end up red. And the question is, do we rebound today or not? The overnight session has been very back and forth, very zigzaggy. So we'll talk about that and what that means uh, for today and uh, maybe into next week. As far we got a lot of earnings to discuss, too, a lot of earnings, like Beyond Meat and Airbnb and Salesforce and DraftKings and DoorDash. Um, so we'll cover as many of those as we can. Marcus Heidkotter will be our guest today at 8.35. He is from Rockwell Trading. Jason Rasnick will not be on the show today because he is, of course, uh, speaking at our Benzinga Cannabis Capital Conference, uh, which is resuming today at 9 o'clock. So Jason can't join us at 8.40 today, but that is okay. Today's show is sponsored by Rockwell Trading. Trade what you see, not what you think. Learn more, go to rockwelltrading.com slash Benzinga. The link is up on the screen right there. Hit that like button, guys. Hit subscribe, hit share, show us some love on YouTube. We appreciate that. Joel, we'll throw it to you. How are we doing this morning in the overnight trading session? Rocky, rocky session here. Uh, I'll just give you the the high and the low. 0150, uh, that's right near the two lows from Tuesday and Thursday. Big level, big, big, and I mean big with like a capital B, triple bottom. Huh, maybe there's no such thing as a triple bottom. Uh, pre-market high, 47.50. I don't have anything up there, folks. You're closed from yesterday, 28 even, but we've chopped through that so much, it's hard to make it a valid number. Hey, Joel, do me a quick favor. Can you just stop sharing your screen and then reshare it? Because uh, I think there was like a glitch in the matrix there. Okay. Yeah, just stop sharing and then share it again because I was having a okay. hard time bringing your charts up, and okay. I wanted I wanted to get your charts up while you it, talk through them. It could be so, it could be me. It could just be something with me here. Let's see. Yeah, because you're blurry too. It's like I know. I don't know what's like, going on, man. Funky. Short Comcast. Oh, I'm gonna have to spend two hours on the phone with Comcast today. Short Comcast. It's not an investment advice. Uh, <laughs> crude down a buck fifty sixty two oh two. I mean, come on. Kind of rally we've had in crude. A little bit of a pullback is nothing. Gold. Oh man, it's killing me. It's down sixteen bucks at seventeen sixty. Silver in the red by eighty six cents, or let make that eighty nine cents at uh, twenty six eighty. Bitcoin. Pulling back off that 50K level, down 2,450. This is called 47,000. Triple D, how are things looking different from last night when you you closed up shop at uh, 8 p.m.? And here we are uh, 
hour and a half before the open. It kind of looks the same. Spy was not going down, but all growth tech was going down. So here's the rotation that I'm spotting so far. And you know I'm all about the rotation. If you can spot in the pre-market, it often gives you a leg up. Sometimes it turns after 9.30, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, but if you can spot it early, the trends that are happening, the only trend that I can see, the only reason that SPY is not really in the gutter, because you look at stocks like Square, and they're, you know, down three, it was down five, you know, so it's bounced back a little bit from the lows. But there's been a lot of growth tech that has really been hit hard overnight. Um, to come in and see QQQ flat and SPY flat, you're like, wow, you know, okay, I'm going to be okay. And then you bring up all these growth names, and they're not okay. So the rotation that I am spotting is moving into defensive names. We are seeing some strength, some relative strength, and I know it's turned a little bit here in the last few minutes, but Amazon was green for a while here this morning, Apple. So you're seeing a little Apple is green. You're seeing movement from that small growth tech into a little bit of the mega tech this morning. That's within the queues itself. And then you're seeing some strength. Nothing is super strong, but you're seeing some strength in the consumer staples, some strength in the utilities, um, so that you can see the market, you can kind of see the market playing and positioning a little more defensively right now. Uh, again, we talk about the two-day move all the time. I want to talk about that again because it is kind of playing out here overnight. All the growth names that got hammered yesterday are continuing to get hammered this morning. Do we see a repeat of what we saw three days ago? Just like Ryan Dietrich says, history doesn't repeat itself, but sometimes it rhymes. And what happened was when we had the big sell-off in tech three days ago, on day two, they started buying the stocks around just after the open. They had the opening flush, a little whoosh after that to knock out the opening traders, and then they started to rally about 9.40, 9.45. Do we see the same thing happen again here today, 10, 15 minutes in? I will say critical level for the Qs, 3.11. We tested it yesterday, 3.11.24, passed the test. We were still holding up above there, even though we were below it in the pre-market. So we'll say uh, innocent until proven guilty. Lose the 3.11, Katie bar the door, yeah. it's going to get ugly again. That's your critical level for the day on the Qs. You know, it's, uh, you know what really, like, to a monkey wrench, uh, that rally on Wednesday right? We were yeah. looking in the abyss on Tuesday. We came off it and then just everything was fine. Everything was fine on uh, on uh, on Wednesday. And yeah, folks, I know I'm blurry. I'm having uh, I'm having some internet connections here and I, we'll I don't try know what to, to say. Yeah. We can get I'm blurry. It's just not because I stayed out too late last <laughs> night or, you know, or cheering too much during the Michigan you know, basketball game, but I'm not sure what's going on. But, we've been uh, pretty lucky, though. You think about CNBC, how often they have internet issues with their guests and everything, and we don't get that very often on the show. Oh, Maybe yeah, it's because we run a podcast and we've got a great team behind us that knows what they're doing. Um, but, you know, you see this all the time on CNBC. Like, it seems like it's every 10th guest. Maybe it's those guests just don't have a good internet connection. We've always been pretty good, so, you know, maybe cut us some slack, I guess, here today. Joel's internet is somewhat, you know, not yeah. working, because we're, we're crisp, our internet's working, so it's obviously on Joel's end, so, I don't know, maybe you could reset your modem if you wanted to, but then you'd be gone for a few minutes, so, yeah, let's move it, in. Well, I just want to say, yeah. you know, there, people are saying, you know, what I used to always do at the Bright Office when we had problems, reboot. Reboot that's the, what, the best thing, is reboot. <laughs> it is, that's what I do, too. I, I don't know much else, so I just reboot. Yeah. So, okay. okay, what are your thoughts here? Uh, maybe take it to Spencer here, too, and let's get Spencer's sure. perspective because what he's watching, it? and he has a clean internet connection as well. I do. It's true. Um, yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts here? I mean, you see 
some carnage here. I mean, I look at a lot of charts. They look broken in growth tech. I tend to think rallies, just like I said two days ago, rallies to be sold. I lightened up into the last two-day rally in growth tech because I didn't like a lot of the growth tech names, the charts anymore. Eventually, there'll be some buying opportunities. I mean, you've got some stocks that are so far off the highs now, like SunPower. I was giving an example the other day, and it did bounce nicely. It's going back down there to retest that level. How are you positioning yourself, Mr. Israel? Uh, the one thing I always like to do on days like yesterday is look at, all right, like the market breadth, right? So advancers, decliners, like how, how bad is it really, right? Is it just like, are we down because like the big names are down? Or are we down because everybody's down? And yesterday yeah. it was pretty much everybody was down. 88% uh, of U.S. stocks declined yesterday. That's almost 7,000. Wow. Um, only 805 stocks. Only only 805 stocks advanced in the total U.S. stock universe. Wow. 805 stocks advanced yesterday, uh, which is uh, like 10%, right? So <laughs> <laughs> not many. And the rest obviously were flat. Um, so, yeah, it was just one of those days. Uh, look, one, one day doesn't scare me. Two days don't scare me. Like three or four days, that scares me, right? And we got that's what we got last year. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't ever let one day shake me out of any swing positions that i may that i would be in you know what i mean um, uh, and and see I, I got out of all my swing longs i had a bunch of swing longs. still a long-term investment portfolio we know i'm yep. in all that stuff um you know i'm in that stuff for the for the long haul but i had a bunch of swing longs on and i sold them all into the we had the spooky route the spooky sell-off there when obviously we can go and look at the qqqs this would have been losing track of days here wednesday so um, we, went, we, we got hammered. We went down to 311. We rallied up that morning. I sold some in the morning. I sold more in the afternoon. Um, so I was selling around 318, 319 Qs. You know, yesterday, the next day, I'm like, we'll feel like an idiot. It's 324 Qs, and everything that I sold at 319 Qs is higher. So now I look, and, you know, now I'm feeling a little bit better about those sales. Again, though, we know it seems like in this market, every time you look them two, two, three weeks later, you regret the sales. So am I going to regret getting out of all my swing longs? I don't know. I don't have any swing shorts on. Sometimes I'll put swing shorts on, too. I wasn't confident enough to do that. I just didn't want to be, you know, it's just this flat-out long for trades right now. Again, like I said, I own Apple, I own Amazon. I own a bunch of other stocks in the long-term portfolio. Yeah. So not talking well, day, days like yesterday, though, I don't even look. Like, I, I don't even know how much my, my portfolio fell yesterday. I have, I have no idea. And I'm not, I'm not going to look at it. And I get hammered. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I get absolutely I, I'm, I'm so too. I'm so overweight tech, right? I own I own one yeah. of the ARC funds. I, I own ESPO and IBB and yeah. all, the, all these tech, tech-based tech funds, right? I mean, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, sure I got, I, I'm sure I got smacked yesterday, but I'm not going to look at it. And I had a lot of SPACs on, and I really had oh, yeah. an eye-opener on that sell-off where I've, I've, I, I thought I was okay, like, positioned for a, a market meltdown, and then I got hammered on Wednesday. in my portfolio, my overall long portfolio, um, not not the long-term stuff, but, but again, I, I, you know, I've got this, the swing stuff, so you, you've got stuff, you know, marked for that. The swing stuff was down so much that my overall portfolio was down 3% on on Wednesday. And I was like, I've got too much risk on. I don't want to be falling 3% when the market's falling one5 Um That's not my style. So that's why I lightened up a lot of the SPACs, a lot of the higher risk names to get that, you know, beta my portfolio back down. Um, so I would assume now that, you know, I wouldn't have lost as much yesterday. I didn't look in the long-term stuff. But with no swing longs on, it had to help. So, you know, but again, you know, as, as, as a trader, 
you've got to kind of you know look in in some positions you want to raise more cash as an investor you want to raise more cash as a trader you know you can short stocks we see that opportunity i i, I kind of thought that there was an opportunity there and like i said i shorted some cues i shorted some spy because i thought the gme might spook the market it did you know they're, they're saying it was the bonds and not the gme i think it was a combo of both but you know, what do you do now? I mean, okay, we've, we've kind of fell here. GME indicator is telling us we're going lower if you're just using that. But, again, it's it's come off the highs. It was $200, 118 So, you know, it's come off significantly, too. Hey, so hey, sure wait. Uh, hey, on, on that GameStop note real second, I want to congratulate um, a few people. One of them is Luke Jacoby. We were doing a stream on Wednesday night when GameStop went to 200 We streamed until 8 p.m. And we held a contest, a spontaneous contest. Uh, and we set up a Google form and guess the GameStop opening price for Thursday. That was the contest. Oh, yeah. Winner, Fun. winner got a free one-year subscription to Benzinga Pro. If you got it exactly down to the penny, you got a free lifetime. Okay, Luke so Jacoby. Luke, <laughs> Luke, 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 <laughs> Luke Jacoby was one of four people that guessed uh, almost the exact price. Uh, nice. Luke's, Luke's guess was one sixty-nine sixty-nine. Very funny, Luke. And that was off by 13 cents. And wow. Luke was one of three, uh, four people who guessed who who were off either uh, uh, either over or under uh, the actual open by 13 cents. So congratulations to uh, Jason, Anthony, and uh, some other email that doesn't have their name in it. Uh, who Luke, you got a free subscription to Pro, ready to go, buddy? Luke, you can Luke, use that, Luke, because the opening price was 169.56, and Luke yeah. guessed 169.69. And congratulations, Luke, on that guess. It was a troll, and it was pretty damn close. <laughs> Do you know what I heard? And I think I heard this correctly on CNBC. One of the most actively traded options yesterday, Dennis, don't go on a, like, 20-minute rant on this, was the weekly 800 calls in GameStop. Wow. People, really? People speculating it's going to happen again. What was, what was the price of those? Do we know what they were paying? For I don't those? know. I don't even know if they go out that far. Well, I, if somebody's buying them, they must. I, I don't know. I maybe I heard something. I mean, I don't think. No, anybody. I heard that too. That there was a big on. Yeah. I wonder what they were going for. Like, what are people paying for that potential speculation of this thing? Oh, it could go to a thousand. I mean, anything can happen in this market. We can see it now. It's actually digesting the rally. Not bad. I mean, you know, it's better. Obviously, when it was up at one sixty, one seventy. You think it's got a shot at two hundred. Now it's a 108, and it looks like it's going to be back and filling on the upside, which makes me think it could go lower. $800 calls. The weeklies? You talking the weeklies? I don't, I just, I, I don't know. I've missed March 5th, so going to next week. Well, no, I think it was for, for this week. Well, okay, I don't have this week's in front of okay. me. Okay. Let me just. What look. about next week? I got Are March. They even Adrian, hey, Audrey in the chat says it was the Junes, not this week. Okay. So you know, you know what the March 5th, though, is going for, which is next week's? 800 yeah. No, it's it's two weeks, I guess. Oh, no, is that not next week? I can't. No, that's next that. week. The March yeah, short is, months. March is in like three days. Yeah, March fifth. Um, you know what they were going for yesterday? Eight hundred calls a week to expiration. The stock's a hundred and or a, a, almost seven hundred points out of the money. A you know teeny. What for? A teeny. Yeah, right, Joel. I would buy them for a teeny. What? what? Two dollars <laughs> and seventy cents. <laughs> so he's paying two dollars and seventy cents. To have that lottery ticket that wow. maybe this just gets silly again. Two dollars and seventy cents they're paying for that. So eight oh two seventy they break even. 
80270 they break even yes at 900 they make oh, a lot man. of money <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nine, they want the leverage joel you know what the oh. open interest is on this though holy cow you know what, what, the, open, you know what the open interest is at least oh, this is you know from five if my stats right five eight thousand con eight thousand four hundred sixty-five no contracts way. wait wait i'm the eight four hundred contracts wait on the eight hundred yeah eighty four hundred oh, contracts jeez oh, that's unbelievable no wonder the thing goes up. The market makers sell that's got to buy a little bit of stock. Hedge themselves a <laughs> bit. Yeah. That's, that, what we said. that's what we it said is. yesterday. That's one of the things that can happen. Well, right. I got a thing. I got to. That's a gamma squeeze. That's that's what. 8,400 contracts. I mean, 700 points out of the money. Literally, it's got to go up like 600% with a week to go. People are paying that. Man, there's gamblers wow. out there. Holy. Holy wow, cow. Wow. All right. Wow, that was fun. Right. Let's move away from GameStop. I hate stock talking <laughs> about it anyways. We talk about it every day. So it's a fascinating story to watch. So it's actually not true. I kind of like talking about it. But okay. So here we go. Here we go. Let's let's talk NVIDIA earnings. NVDA. Um, oh, okay. I, actually, NVIDIA earnings was yesterday. It was NVIDIA's yeah, popping I, up. I, I'm like, why it's not? I, it's Kramer. I, I Kramer think, pumped. Kramer love you didn't last we're going to NVIDIA today. Sorry. Okay. Kramer love. I'm losing track of days here. It's like Groundhog Day around here. Okay. Where do you want to go then? Let's, uh, let's go. Salesforce, Etsy. Hello. Joe's getting a phone call. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's, let's, let's start with. on vibrate, man. Let's start with. Uh, let's start with Rocket, okay? RKT. Dishwasher. The reason this is really getting some love here, Joel, this was Rocket. smart. Rocket. Rocket. This was I'm smart. Here. I'm here. I'm here. Listen, go. This was smart. Um, they did special divvy. That was smart. Oh, that yeah. was smart because we know check. special divvies, those kind of hold up over a buck. What was how much special dividend, Mr. Oh, Israel? Oh, I have to go find it real fast. Give me it a was hot, like a buck ten. Give me a hot that second. That was smart. They're trying to figure out how to get the stock out of the gutter, like how to get a little bit of love. A special divvy does it. That helps. So am I getting on the bull train here? No, uh, one dollar one dollar eleven cents. Buck eleven. Yeah. So that and buck we 11. know in this market the special divvies they instantly get the buck eleven and then they like the earnings report to another tune of a buck. So Rocket getting some love here. Um, again, it's so much overhead supply. There's so many bag holders in this. It makes it tougher for the stock to just start exploding. Even in the short squeeze rally, you know, it got up twenty four twenty five and failed. I just thought that was going to be the time that it was going to get going, and it couldn't. So I, I think it's just another pop to sell. But I like the fact that they did a special divvy. Uh, this is really the only thing you have to reference at this point. Uh, and that high was that high is twenty two forty, and we're right there right now. There we are. Wow, I've never seen that happen before. Right there, twenty two forty. So it gets there, things open up. You had the big red bar here, I think. And, and you guys didn't even you did your little market discussion. What's that noise? Is that that's, me? No, that's not you. Don't that's, keep going. Oh, we got Raz. Jason. Keep going. Jason. Keep going. Keep going. Keep, keep going. Keep going. Rate. You guys, when you did your little dissertation on the markets and everything, you didn't talk about the bond tizzy and you didn't talk about rates and how everyone's freaked out by rates. So um, if rates start to go up, which Powell, Pump and Powell says they're not. Uh, it's not good for the, you know, it's not good for these uh, stocks. But I, I'm not afraid of, I'm not afraid of rates. They got some room to go. But uh, let's see what happened to 22.40 here. What's right. Raz saying, Jason? I'm here, uh, I'm here for Rocket. Yes, sir. So <laughs> as you, as I think you, we're losing them. Oh no, 
Raz. Is he, a, is he in an airplane? He's talking, though. We we'll read his lips. If he didn't have it on, the, but he's got a vertical video going on, too, which makes it even tougher. No, no, we hear you now. We hear you now. Yeah, Keep going. Yeah, just relax. My dad called me from, you know, annoying, all right? Let me tell you. Okay, the Rocket update, real quick. The 111 special dividend was nice. The Morgan Stanley E-Trade uh, mortgage deal is huge. Obviously, that's probably the sec second biggest news of the, of the day. Have you talked about that part or no? No. Okay, so the, so that's so last quarter they had a fi filing saying that they had a big uh, partnership with financial services uh, partner, and um, and so that and that was the deal with E Trade Morgan that was announced wait, yesterday. Wait, can I, so, I, I Jason? Can I can I I need to interrupt you for a second because Rocket's spiking right now and it's spiking because Jay Farner is on CNBC, so like like as right now, so that's why Rocket CNBC spike right now. Right now. CNBC yep. pop. Yep, right now. Sorry, Rez. I just had to interrupt. Oh, now we lost him. No, he's still there. I don't know he's where he is. Raz, you still there? He's driving and trading. He's driving with headphones. He's driving, trading, and doing a live radio show. I don't. Yeah, the trading and doing a live radio show is dangerous. The driving, trading, and doing a live radio show is very dangerous. Although he's driving the Tesla, so the car is probably driving itself. All right. Am I here? Am I back? <laughs> he's back. I'm back? Yes. All right, give me 40 seconds, and I'll, shut, I'll be gone. I'll leave you alone, Joel, okay? I'm sorry. No, what? <laughs> Let's I go. Like, I feel like every time I'm talking, you're going to talk to you. Just I'm go. Sorry. Jason, what's up? I'm just joking, Joel. Okay, I know what's going on. My dad is the one calling me three times because Jay Farner must be on CNBC or something. Is that right? Yeah, yes. That's what we said, yeah. Yes, that's what we said. Oh, yeah. So, so Dennis, whenever someone's on CNBC, from Jeff Lawson, the CEO of Twilio, to Jay Farner, to a friend of mine that's on CNBC, my dad calls me. You know, it's my message my, my alerting system so he's called myself on three times because and it must be because jay farner's on all right that helps me so listen with this rocket story guys i got i gotta give you an update it's not fair that i don't i have three things to say one the special dividend i was on the power 11 i said that they're going to do a dividend in this thing because they needed to find a way to get cash back to investors the other way they could have done it was an offering but they didn't want to you know dilute the, like they didn't want to have an offer and the stock's not there. So special dividend does it. Another stock that I own, QRTA, does the same thing. When you're so cash uh, liquid, they made a billion dollars in cash per month, almost per month, in 2020. Insane. Insane numbers. The, the quarter was blowout, blowout, blowout. But here are the two things. Charles Schwab, the $5 billion deal where they, they do the mortgages for Charles Schwab clients, they've been working on getting other brokerage deals. They announced yesterday Morgan Stanley and uh, E-Trade. Morgan Stanley E-Trade are going to still handle their own jumbo mortgages, but Rocket is going to take on the other mortgages. So that's going to be the, that's going to be a big referral source for it. Um, that is big news. Thirdly, I've been on every conference call for Rocket. This was by far a different conference call, by far the best conference call, but different. I have not heard the CEO, Jay, talk the way he did until this one. They, 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 they queued up Rocket Labs. So Rocket Labs is to create other businesses. The Rocket Autos moved like 20,000 cars. So what, what Rocket is saying is they're going to help. They're going to come out with some new stuff or buy some companies that involve you with the transactions that you don't often do, but they're cumbersome. So a mortgage is a pain in the ass process, as you guys know. They built the system to make it easy. They, now they have Rocket Homes to buy a house. Now they have Rocket Auto. There's going to be a couple more things that are going to be involved around hard transactions that they're going to do well. So 
do I have insight into what those are? No, I do not. And nor do I want to know because then I can't buy and sell the stock. So I stay away from knowing anything. I'm just telling you my opinion and hearing this conference call, it was the best conference call to date in terms of how they talked about the company, not just being a mortgage company. I know some people in the chat were asking me, does this mean that you, you, you know, United is going to go up? I, I don't know. I mean, what I can tell you is the market is large and the numbers that Rocket had were very large. And yes, United will be, will be probably pretty large too. But what I'm going to tell you that the, of them competing against each other, the comps are going to be different because Rocket is looking at more of a fintech play where United wants to just, you know, own the, the wholesale mortgage business, which is not a bad business to own. So that's my take. I'm long the stock and nothing's changed for me, guys. I'm a long-term holder of it. I bought Google in the IPO. I never sold a share. Too bad I bought HubSpot in the IPO and I sold shares way, way long ago and I could have been rich on that one. But this one I'm just not selling. So don't look at me to like say, you know, oh, it went down to 19 in two weeks. I can't protect you in the short term on this one. It's not a, a trade like GAN. This is one that if you ask me three years from now, did I sell shares? I mean, I may, I may trade a little bit here and there. When it got to 25, I may trend a little rocket. When it got to 19, I may buy some. I do a little bit of that. But the majority of it, 80% of it, I won't touch for four years. That is my piece. And yes, Dennis, what I'm doing, oh. I'm driving on the expressway, but I am in, a, in, that, in that Tesla. And it is it, auto drive is so good, Dennis. It's like I don't know in two years if anyone's going to be driving their own car. It is just so freaking good. He can drive, he can trade, and he can do a live radio show. All because of Tesla. All because of Tesla. Dennis, I don't, I don't trade when I'm driving because <laughs> I sometimes get mad and all that. And I don't think that, that goes well with like road rage. So I don't do the trading. Well, at least I haven't. Maybe I should start trading when I drive. I have not traded. Because, <laughs> Dennis, that's the reason in the chat in the morning when I'm driving to the office. I'm on the way to the office. I ask people for price quotes on a stock. Because if I know if I go over to my account, I'll make a trade. And I don't let myself go to my brokerage account until I'm at the office. It's a, it's a weird thing, but that's just me. All right, Jason, all right. what? Before you go, before you go, before you go. Wait, Spencer. What? I just what? want to say sorry to Spencer because I know he, he didn't. Spencer did not invite me on the show, and I just I just totally crashed it. But I, I, couldn't, okay. I couldn't handle him more when Spencer didn't know the special dividend. And I know I, I, I did the whole earnings call. I read every single report. I'm an expert on Rocket. I, I, Rocket. I would I would go against any analyst on Rocket if they want to go against me. I'll take them down. All right, what, Joel? Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I will, what time, I what time is the game tomorrow or Sunday? Sunday. Don't don't freak me out, Joel. You're just giving me a heart attack. Jesus. <laughs> the game is not tomorrow. God, it's Sunday. It's Sunday. It's Sunday at 10:50. We are playing for the nine-year-olds. No, ten. The fourth grade could be ten-year-olds too. The fourth grade. Flag football championship at Country Day at 10:50 against Maddish via United Wholesale Mortgage. Boy, am I freaking ready! I am bringing it harder than you could ever imagine. I will have it videoed. I am working. I'm going to work tomorrow on it. We are going, and I think, and I think Joel, for the first time in my life, I think I'm going to tell my co-coach that I'm going to do the offense and the defense. I think I'm gonna go both sides. I'll call you later. I'll call you later, Raz. Uh, I don't. I'll call you. You did a great Joel, job. I'll be, I'll, I'll be, Joel, Joel, I'm gonna be in film study. So if you, if you, if you call me, I, I guess, <laughs> I'm guess, my nine-year-old. I'm gonna be in film study. My, 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 my son Josh on the way to school. My wife said, 
you know, Dad and I have to stay up really late and watch a lot of film tonight. So <laughs> and he's right. He's right. He's right. You guys, I'm having film transferred over. So I'm having a practice with the team tomorrow, 90 minutes to go over, or probably 60 minutes, to go over all the video and the things that we got to get better on. Because Sunday, we're bringing it. If, if we don't win Sunday, you guys will not hear from me all next week on the show. I will be gone. I'll be in my room hiding, okay? Yes, they are 9- and 10-year-olds, so I know you're probably ripping on me in the chat. I understand that. But this guy hasn't lost in 10 seasons. It's got time. It. It's all right, one more thing, and then we'll let you go. You got to tell your defensive backs, don't let the receivers get behind them. Okay? <laughs> Don't you all right. we'll tell, man. You're right. We'll tell them that after recess. All right. I love you I love Thanks you a lot, Rez. I love you, and I'm sorry for coming on. I'm sorry for coming on. No, I we love. Right. I was sad. I had a little tear in my eye when you went. I know. We felt re- so rejected today. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay, Thanks so a lot. I, I, well, Spencer. Yeah. Hey, I'm Jason Raznick on Twitter. Give me a follow. I need some new friends. And, uh, <laughs> my, email, and my email is Jason And Spencer, I love you. Cut me off. Spencer, kick me out. He always, he always cuts them off. It's never He always cuts the boss off before it's done. Talking. All right, it's 8.30. We're going to have Marcus Hidekater on. In, uh, uh, we'll bring him on in five or so minutes, and we'll keep him on for, you know, till about around 8.50 or so. Um, this do... day, the rotation is just unreal. So we're seeing Dennis, you should be wide here. We are whipping around. like We're a... whipping around. They don't know. know what to do with this market. <laughs> they're trying to buy. Now they're trying to rotate the mega cap tack here. They're all over the place. They literally cr- don't yeah. know. People don't know what the hell to do. I could almost this feel is... myself getting stopped out on the open. Like I put an order in, and then I just feel like, oh, you're out. Oh, you're out. I just kind of feel like one here. it's going to be that kind of open. Out. Like okay, making heads or tails Long. out of this oh, market sure. today. It's oh. a tough market. Yeah. Uh, let's, okay. let's talk beyond. Let's talk beyond meat here. Uh, they had earnings last night that missed the estimate. Sales missed, but. I don't really care about that. What I do care about is these partnerships. They signed a yeah. three-year deal with McDonald's to be McDonald's preferred supplier uh, in the uh, fake meat uh, market, I guess. <laughs> fake meat market. And also, Didn't we they... do this. Isn't this deja vu all over again? Oh, no, well, those trials, well, also, Joel. Now also, it's actually they got a deal. Also, they signed a deal with Yum Brands. You know, Yum, the owners of KFC, Pizza Hut, and Taco be Bell. The fake meat provider there too. Yeah. They're going after all we'll the fast food. We'll be the fake meat provider everywhere here. Yeah. You know, I I don't know what to say. It got the big pop, you know, on, on the McDonald's headline there. Popped up to over 165 you can see in the pre-market. It was another selling opportunity. Then it pulled back to scratch, and I guess that was the buying opportunity. It's pulled back a hell of a long ways from the highs. The valuation is still nosebleed, though. I mean, we were 220 three weeks ago, now 150. They got the McDonald's deal. You know, that's the deal they wanted. That's the deal the market wanted. Is this as good as it gets? That's the question, too. So I can't come in here. I'd I'd like to, but I just can't. I don't know. I mean, what was that ridiculous pop on? It was like it. McDonald's. Was it no? Was it McDonald's or was when it got oh, to two twenty? Oh, the big one from one fifty to two twenty. Yeah, remember. let's see. It was something Maybe else. We can find it in know. the Benzinga Pro. That was on the twenty sixth, right? Yeah. That was that was Pepsi. That's what that was. That was a, that, a lot of good deals. That was a venture with Pepsi. This is the big one. So it's, it's just the concerning thing is like, okay, well, what's the next big? This is what we've been waiting for. They got the deal with McDonald's and the stock's up nine points, and it's all kind of exciting. It was up, you know, twenty points though. 
do they continue to buy it or was this the big deal and everybody what what, what i want something to look forward to you know like give me something to look forward to you can look forward to eventually there might be that mcdonald's deal we got it so I don't know what I look forward to now. This that's is, that's my concern. This is so perverted. They they do what you want, and then you don't now because they do what you want. Yeah, you don't like them look anymore. Forward to I mean, it, so. can we get to the basics on this? The fundamentals, like there is, it's ridiculous. How, how do those things ridiculous. taste? How they do taste fine. Taste? They taste fine. Fine. I bet you it's I, okay. I don't bet tell you. me. Don't tell me this, Spencer. That I, bet. I can put a burger in front of me, a Beyond yes. Meat burger, yes. and a regular burger. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because I put mustard, ketchup, Thousand Island tomatoes, onions, oh, lettuce. Smother it with yeah. good tasting stuff <laughs> to get rid of. I told you, my, the four, when Spencer was four, we did the test. We did the litter. We we cooked up. We barbecued up all the hamburgers, the Beyond Meat burgers. We didn't tell him. This is my four year old. Uh, we didn't tell him that it was Beyond Meat. We didn't tell him it was a veggie burger. We just act like it was normal hamburger. And we put it on. I was kind of watching, you know, closely what he's going to do. And he cakes a hamburger. He makes his own hamburger. And he puts, you know, the hamburger. And he puts his tomatoes and his lettuce and his ketchup and his mustard. Yeah. And his, well, he likes to put lots of condiments on there. He takes one bite of it. And then he opens up the sandwich. He opens up the hamburger bun. Takes the top off. Takes the patty. Puts that to the side. Puts the tomatoes and the cukes and everything back on. And then eats the bun with all the veggies on it without the hamburger. Said nothing. Just literally took it off to the side. So it did not pass the four-year-old test. <laughs> and for those, keeping, for those keeping score at home, uh, I am not Dennis's four-year-old child. Uh, though sometimes I, sometimes I, uh, I feel like I am. No, that, that's his son, whose name is also Spencer. Uh, A lot of Spencers around here. Can't keep 30, track of them all. Yeah, 834. Uh, let's bring our Marcus on. Uh, Marcus, hi, Carter. I, I, uh, yeah, let's bring Marcus on. Bring, let's bring some sand here. Yeah, let's, come on. Let's bring some sand here. You can rain us in. Founder of Rockwell Trading, uh, Marcus is back in the studio. He got back to Texas. Uh, Marcus, good morning. How are we doing today? Hey, good morning. Fantastic. Hey, I know that for you it's an hour later, but come on, even for you it's 8.30 and you're talking about burgers in the morning. I, I'm still on breakfast tacos and colaches. <laughs> it's yeah. 7.30 here. Hey, what? What is the sentiment like? We know Texas likes their barbecue. Uh, do you guys have like, have you ever tried the uh, the Beyond Meat products or Impossible Foods or? I actually, I did. Somebody tricked me into this. Uh, and got, <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it, it was really uh, where somebody brought me an Impossible Whopper from what is it Burger King, and yeah. I I could not taste the difference. I, See, I would I not if I had known. I probably wouldn't have eaten it, but didn't know the difference. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> I told you, Joel. I told you. All right, Marcus, we, we've had a bit of a week here. Hell um, of a week, yes. Yeah, we've had a bit of a week. Tell us how it's treated you. Oh, man, I'm down. I'm down. So let's just uh, – can, can I share my screen? Is that okay? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. So if you look at the mar uh, market, especially NASDAQ, tech-heavy, right? You talked about it. We, we're down here, uh, what, from the high, almost 10%. So uh, if you look at the high that we made here, uh, we're down, eh, well, 8.2%, something like this. So what does it do to my portfolio? I'll show you the, the trades that I'm in right now. And, oh, boy, it does look ugly. Everything is bright red. Uh, hold on. What am I doing here? I'm not one to ship Apple. There we go. Okay. So uh, the trades that I'm in, Apple, AMD, DBX, Dropbox, uh, GDXJ, and Ride. Uh, hold on. Accidentally, I somehow magically opened Apple Apple TV. <laughs> Let me just get rid of this before I share uh, any shows here. Um, anyhow, 
So obviously, these are all tech stocks, so not doing very well. Uh, so coming into the week, uh, for the year was up uh, almost $43,000. And right now, unrealized, uh, this is important, unrealized year to date, $20,000. So am I really down $20,000? No, because here's an important thing. Uh, I saw this, I liked it. It's not a loss. If you don't sell, right? <laughs> so, but let's talk about. It. <laughs> I just love this. Nice. Uh, somebody posted this in our community, and I thought, yeah, that is so true, isn't it? Uh, so, but, but let's talk about it. So, so what do you do when uh, you are in your portfolio? And I mean, you talked about it. I mean, your portfolios uh, took a hit here, and since I am selling premium here right now, so selling premium works really, really well in a market that is. Uh, slightly going up or going sideways. So if the market are dropping uh, 8% against you, and if you look, for example, at Apple, which I mean, and Apple uh, is down what from the high here uh, that we made uh, in January. Uh, so, so we're down here, uh, what, 18.5%, a little bit more than 18%. Of course, I'm getting hit. So the key question is, how do you deal with it, right? I mean, what, what, what do I do right now? And am I willing to take a $20,000 loss? Of course not. Of course not, right? You talked about it. Why is this happening? Well, we have right now the 30-year uh, bonds going down. So this means yields are going up, uh, the notes. And here we are talking about trillion-dollar markets. I mean, GameStop talked about it earlier. It's a few billion dollars that are being moved here. But here we are talking about trillion-dollar markets. So uh, this is, I believe, right now, a normal correction. So let's talk about the things that, that I do here with these positions, and then I'll show you each position in detail, if that's okay with you. Is that cool? We're fine with that? Yeah, go for it. Do we have enough time, Spencer? Go for it. Okay, cool. So uh, rule, there, there's three steps of how I'm handling it. And, and step number one, and this is, I feel, the most important one, if you are selling premium and you might get a sign. Uh, number one is don't panic. Uh, right. I mean, this is where uh, see what is happening. And step number two here, then for me, is assess the situation. I mean, just figure out what is it and how bad is it and what can I do here. And uh, so the, the most important thing is this is why I brought it up. I, I posted it uh, last night. Rule number one of the wheel club. And the wheel means that you're selling puts, you're getting assigned, and then you're selling calls. Important reminder if you're assigned to a stock after selling a put, this should be your direction. Yes. Right. Um, if you violated it and you say, oh, no, I got assigned, I don't want to own the stock, then it's not good. So it's really, really important that you play this game, if at all, on quality stocks. Now, I believe that Apple overall is still a quality stock. So right now, I don't have enough premium in here to really sell any calls. But that is okay. I, I believe that over the next week or two, uh, Apple will bounce back, as well the overall market. I mean, if you just look back at uh, the, the NASDAQ that I brought up here, NDX. I mean, drops like this, we have it all the time. So in September, we had this drop here of what? 14%. Big deal. How long did that take us before we got back? A couple of weeks, right? Uh, then we had this. I mean, markets tend to have a bias to go up. We had the drop here of 10%. And uh, then we got back. And right now we're having a drop of 8%. So will it bounce back next week? We'll see. But uh, let, let's talk about one very specific situation here, right? For example, I, I like right. I, I think this, uh, this will be an interesting concept. I mean, they are ready to deliver uh, their truck uh, this year, which, which is great. And uh, the cyber truck Tesla is supposed to do it too. However, since uh, what was the other company that announced um, Lucid Motors, right? I mean, the, the SPAC that they did where now Lucid Motors is trading and they are about to release a sedan. Anyhow, 
Still like the story here, sold uh, 2150 uh, puts. So this means if you're selling them, and if today, if today they're closing below 2150, I will get assigned. And uh, I sold, uh, let us see, out of these, I sold uh, 47. So I will get 4,700 shares of this. And uh, right now I get assigned at what, 2150, and uh, it's currently trading at uh, 1974, uh, pre-market today, 1947. So what the heck do I do with this when I'm down on the stock? Well, here's the beautiful thing. This is where, again, you got to have a plan. Got to have a plan, got to follow your plan. <laughs> so super important here. Um, so my plan is to sell calls. And let's just take a look at this. There is so much premium in there. So even here, if we are uh, trading around 1945, so this is a whopping $2. That is 10%, 10% below the price where I get assigned. Let's take a look at the premium for next week. So if you look at the premium for next week, March 5th, just at uh, $21.50 at the price where I'm getting assigned. Right now, theoretical price for this morning, it's 67 cents. So this is where I have my calculator and I plug it in there for right. And I say, okay, uh, so the price the stock was bought at, let me just uh, make this a little bit bigger uh, so that it is easier to see. Let me zoom in here a little bit. Uh, this way might be a little bit easier. Okay. So price the stock was bought at 21.50. Well, I mean, I'll see on Monday. I mean, this is the play that I need to do on Monday. Uh, 4,700 shares. Uh, the option strike price that I'm planning to say, sell is uh, probably at 21. I usually like to sell it right where I got assigned or one strike out. And we'll look at both of this. So the option premium, let's just say, okay, right now today, uh, the theoretical price as we are going down is still 67 cents. So what, realistically on Monday, let's just say on Monday, I'm getting what, 55 cents. So if I would get 55 cents on Monday, uh, in this case, uh, I can sell 47 options here. And the premium that I would get for one week is $2,585. $2,585, that's just per day, $323. I take that, I take that. So this is where it's important. Am I down on the stock? Yes, is there enough premium to sell it? Absolutely. Let's take a look at another one. So another one uh, that I might get assigned here is AMD. AMD, you know what? I thought it's awesome. I mean, Jason was just in the Tesla thing about it. Uh, microchips? I mean, where do we have them right now? We not only have them in computers, we have them in tablets, we have them in phone, we have them in watches, we have them in cars, we, we have them in fridges, we have them in fridges and, uh, and washing machines, right? So anyhow, but AMD together with all the other tech, uh, which probably the rotation that you talked about, uh, is going down right now. So I sold the 8350 if we are closing below, well, right now it seems that we have a bounce back here, but anyhow, if we would close below, I get assigned here. And uh, I sold uh, how many of AMD? 12. Uh, so I would get assigned 1,200 shares. But you see, there is so much premium in there at my strike price. Look at this, 250. I mean, even if on Monday it drops down, there will be still $1.50. So let's take a look at this if we are just uh, going for uh, AMD. So, and again, it's hypothetical. It will be so much easier to show you on Monday uh, when I'm getting assigned. So maybe it's easier next Friday to talk about this. But here, what did I say? 83.50, I might get assigned. It would be 1,200 shares. But if I'm going for a strike price, even if I'm going for a strike price of uh, 84, uh, one strike out here, just uh, quickly do this. 
what is a likely premium that I would get for this on Monday? I don't know. Right now it's two twenty-seven, maybe a dollar fifty. Let's be very conservative here, and let's say, okay, it's a dollar fifty, and uh, this would expire in a week from then. Look at this. I I would be able to collect what eighteen hundred dollars in a week. So I'm good there. So I don't mind owning the stock. And this is where it goes back to rule number one of the wheel club. If you are playing this game, right? I mean, if you're assigned a stock after selling a put, this should be a reaction. Yes! <laughs> right? If you're like, I, I don't want to own the stock, then you pick the wrong one. Is this making sense? Is this helpful at all? My perspective on these things? It is helpful. And what you said about wanting to own the stock is probably my biggest takeaway, right? You have to be willing to get us to get assigned right that's because if you're not then the right. whole thing is kind of so not, i mean somebody or, said earlier workhorse let's say workhorse uh workhorse uh had tremendous premium in there tremendous premium uh so uh earlier this week uh there, there was tons of premium in the 30 strike i mean even in the in the 26 strike there was so much premium right in there however Workhorse, as we know, lives and dies by the USPS contract. I mean, this is what was obvious. I mean, we all know this uh, pretty much since the beginning of the year, right? Since last year when it was in talks. And so uh, if they get the USPS contract, fantastic. If they don't get it, and this is exactly what happened, right? They're plummeting. So do I want to own a company that is relying on one big contract? No, this would be a gamble, right? So this is why... I did not trade workhorse, even though the premiums were just fantastic. And this is what we see sometimes in stocks. I mean, premiums are awesome, and there's a reason for it. If you look at workhorse right now, the implied volatility is just crazy. I think it has calmed down a little bit. Uh, but now look at this. The implied volatility is 800%. The implied volatility for next week is 330%. And this is where... Uh, first of all, as an option seller, you say, woohoo, this is great, right? I mean, there's so much premium in there. Well, you got to ask yourself, why is that? And is this really a stock that I want to own? And th there's a difference for me between workhorse and ride. Ride, I think it will be pretty cool when they are delivering their trucks. And they are, they're already producing them. They're right now producing them. So this is why I'm fine owning this. AMD, absolutely. Apple, let's take, uh, let's go through the list here. Uh, Marcus, so, real quick, what question from chat, what account size do you recommend for the wheel strategy? Uh, you see, uh, I like to trade margin accounts. And I would say put at least $20,000 in cash in there so that you have $40,000 in buying power. If you have any less, uh, you're, you would trade it to a aggressively because you want to make sure the most important thing is don't get a margin call. If you look at the capital requirements here that I have for all these stocks, again, this here is a $250,000 cash account, so $500,000 in margin. So there's $20,000, $40,000, uh, there's $65,000. Uh, so there's maybe around uh, $100,000, $120,000 that I have right now tied up in buying power out of $500,000. So I have room to go if I have to fly rescue missions. And what I mean by this, if a stock really like uh, like Apple keeps plummeting, and it, it could be, right? I mean, Apple could go all the way down to uh, 108. Why not? It has been there. It could go down to 100. In this case, I need to be able to sell more puts to bring my cost basis down. So again, I have a plan. I'm following my plan. I'm not doing it blindly. But uh, yeah, great question. Sorry. I love how you call it a rescue mission. If it goes savior. too far against you, because right now you see there's not enough premium, 
in the 133 calls. And I cannot sell any calls that are below my strike price because yeah. then if Apple rallies above my, my strike price, I would guarantee to have a loss. So that's another super important rule. If you are getting assigned, you can only sell calls at the strike price or above, unless unless you bring your cost basis down. And at some point, it makes sense to bring it down. But honestly, on Apple, I see the next support level probably around 107, 108. So unless Apple drops down to 110, I don't see the need to fly any rescue missions there. Uh, because I don't want to, I want to keep my powder dry, right? I, I don't want to fly a rescue mission right now at, uh, let's say here, 120, and then Apple might keep dropping. I mean, we have had it. I mean, Apple is known for having some dramatic drops here. So as we can see here, 25%. 25% is what it dropped in September. And right now, what did we say? We are 18%. So we could drop another 7%. That's absolutely possible. But for me, it's part of my plan. I already knew this going into the trade that this trade could potentially go 25%, 30% against me. And I'm okay taking that risk. If you're not okay taking the risk, don't trade the strategy. There's plenty of other strategies. I'm not saying that you have to trade this to make money. There's so many different strategies. It's just what I'm trading and it works really well for me because I'm also really good at it. (laughs) That's it. Marcus Heikotter is the founder of Rockwell Trading. To learn more, click on the link on the screen, rockwelltrading.com slash Benzinga. Marcus, always good to talk to you. Glad you made it back to Texas. Okay, we'll talk to you again next week. All right. Sounds good. Have a great weekend. Let's do some tickers, some more tickers. Let's talk rocket here on a mission. Oh, my goodness. Look at this thing. Holy. I was was just kind of tongue-in-cheek, and I I put need to chew through this bar, and the top of that bar is 24.50, folks, and uh, we're knocking on the door at 24. So, man, that's uh, that's one heck of a move. And that that was us. I think that's when – Jay Farner was on before and he talked about not being short to stock. So wow. Wowzer. Twenty-four fifty. That was your January 29th high. Sorry. Go ahead, Spence. Jeez. Oh, it's, I didn't realize it kept on going there. All right. Let's do some more earnings. Let's do DraftKings real, real quick. They reported this sure. morning. We'll try to bang a few of these out before we, before we get off here. Um, Sales, uh, EPS was was good. Sales was good. They also raised their guidance for the year. So they raised their sales guidance by on the low end, $150 million from $750 million to $900 million. So um, good earnings and a guidance raise. They said that they're unique players, which I guess is the same thing as like monthly active users for like social media company. Uh, unique players up 44% a year over year. Average revenue per monthly unique player up uh, 55% year over year. Sounds good to me. Kind of no man's I'm land like for me. A, I'm in a fast market here. I'm trying to. Like, I, I, I don't, show, I don't blame like, you, Dennis. Holy. Do you want to Marcus off? saved me there for a bit. I know. I'm looking at this. <laughs> I'll tell you that. It's, I was canceling orders for you. Oh yeah, there is some crazy volatility. What, are, what right is now. going on? This is just chop suey the, here. Well, it's not even that. It's just the rotation has switched. Like where? So it's into tech. It's moved into into the growth. The, all the growth tech that was down, like Square, was down. You know, like everything was down. A lot of that has went green. I mean, SE, I just sold my SE um, on that pop there to 238, but I'm like, this thing was 230 when we started the show, which is probably eight bucks. They, were, they moved into tech. So they started, then they started hammering. So what has been hammered all morning? Banks been hammered really all morning because TLT's ripping. Um, so which is expected? 
the, again, we saw that reverse yesterday, so I don't know, you know, if that's going to continue. I think you're going to see a lot of chop fest. I think we're totally in this market of buy the dip and sell the rip. I think you got to be booking profits. I don't think we're in this like okay, well, we're just going to continue to boom make. All, I think we're going into the the chop for a while. We're going to chop and slop, and I think you got to be taking the profits when you got them in these things. Like you get, you know, a, a nice you know three, four, five percent move in a stock. I think you're in the environment where, as a swing trader here, you're taking the money and running. So in and out, in and out, in and out. Um, you know, like Rocket 2 gets a nice pop. You know, maybe this is going to be the time it's going to continue. It's nice that it went all the way up there, but you're coming in this major resistance. So, you know, it's been the play. Buy the rip, buy the dip, sell the rip. And that's continues to work. And we just got a rip in a lot of tech stocks this morning. So I know it still looks ugly overall, but I, I they know were really the, ugly this morning. I know Come where back. the rotate. The rotation is buying the stocks that you're short and selling the ones that you're long. That's what the market's Me? doing, right? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Because I know, I know you're, you're, you know, you're trying to play it and you're trying to be as nimble as possible. Because I, I don't know, like the hedges right now. Even if you put a stock on right now, I mean, it looks like the futures are moving like three, four points in a clip. So yeah, it's really if, if you miss around. your hedge, but We're uh, really chopping around. Okay. Anyways, go ahead, Spencer. Uh, DraftKings. I just looked at this. This is kind of like no man's land to me. I would I would have liked to see sixty one eighty three on the upside. That was a high from yesterday. You stalled out. You're not quite there. So the longer it takes to get over that pre market high, take out sixty one eighty three, challenge the sellers in the uh, sixty two level. I think you might roll over a little bit. Uh, that low on Tuesday was textbook perfect. Uh, came from went back to where the rally started. 53.14 is where the rally started uh, on a low basis. 52.67, your low on Tuesday. That's your major support. Hey, even even Salesforce is catching the bid here. That's been out of favor since they announced that Slack deal. But they had earnings last night. They beat. They beat. They raised. And or no, they, the, yeah, there, yeah. there's the program that buy the dip just came in and like ripping them higher ripping them higher so the, the, that that's what we've seen in the last 20 minutes we've seen them coming in the tech stocks and they're like okay now is the time i'm striking so again we don't know you know if this continues after the open what it, what it's going to do nobody knows anything here this is their stuff i think it's going to be a lot of chop random walk well a little bit right now so i think that's why you got to be you know selling the rips and buying the dips i don't think you're just buying dips and then okay well eventually it's going you just you trade so that this is the kind of environment it's going to be choppy I think that's what you do, and that's, that's how, but, how but and it. that's that's nor that's what you would call a normal market, wouldn't you? Yeah, but they're really there's <laughs> the dips and the rips are a lot bigger right now. <laughs> All right, so, all right. I, I don't know. It, it, it's it, I, I thought I had the rotation figured out a half an hour ago, and it you know they they've come in earlier. Like I expected them to come in after the open and start buying the tech. They couldn't wait. They started they started coming in earlier. A lot of tech stocks that were heavily red this morning have turned green. How about it? Wait, Dennis, just one thing, and I, I didn't ask you. Uh, did you see any imbalances? Because we are at the end of the month and stuff. I just wondered if, like, you just saw a boatload of uh, uh, buy imbalances. No, it, it's that? actually no? mixed. mixed? It, yeah, the, you can clearly see a value. The value trade is off today. You can clearly, clearly see a lot of sell imbalances in the value names. The same stocks that they've been buying. They are rotating out of here right now, and they just started going, like I said, in the last 20 minutes into the growth stuff again. 
So stuff that was way down, like, and I mean way down this morning. Is like, now like, like the ARK funds, for example. Yeah, they were all down 2% two, two yeah. this morning. They've turned green. ARK, so, ARKK, ARKW is up $10 right now. Um, yeah, they've come right back in. They've come right back into those same ones. ARKW, it's, it's up a buck, but. No, what? Which no, one are you looking at? Well, ARKW was 151 an hour ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! From the low, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's up ten points from the low. It's one fifty-one. Yeah. It's one sixty-one. Two hours. It's crazy, man. So that's a crazy comeback for a lot of stocks. Uh, so and again, yeah. you know, use these opportunities to analyze your portfolio. And if you're sitting and you got crushed yesterday and your portfolio is getting hammered, that's what you know. I I used on Wednesday. I was like, I've got too much risk on. It can tell me because I'm losing more than the overall market. I lighten up the risk. I don't want to lose more than the overall market. So. Um, you know, and that helped me probably yesterday, you know, so I think that's what you got to do is if you're too heavy, use the rips to, to lighten up a little bit. And that's what I was just doing just now again. Um, okay, we got a couple minutes left. I want to remind you all that today is day two of the Cannabis Capital Conference. The link is pinned at the top of the chat. So no live programming for the rest of the day. We got cannabis today. Uh, I'll be moderating a panel at, I think, 1050. Um, so tune into that full day of cannabis investing discussions and all about the business there, capital raising, deploying, that sort of thing. Uh, let's do a couple more. Someone asked about uh, space. They had earnings last night as well. They also, I think, delayed their, their next test flight to May. Uh, I don't know how much we care about earnings because this company has, like, no revenue or anything. So yeah. um, the numbers are what they are. I think we we, more, we, we care more about the, the test flight being delayed than we do about the actual numbers. I sold a piece of 53. I wish I would have sold it all. Um, I kept, obviously, I kept some of the position because I still think there's a story here going forward. But man, broken chart. So many growth names look like this. That's all why right. I still think on rallies, a lot of these stocks are to be sold because there's so many broken charts here in uh, growth tech. Yeah. Uh, it it made a low. I mean, you have someone protecting this area, thirty five twenty six low. You're two bucks off it. Buyer stepped up at thirty six after that. I mean, I'm not seeing a lot, and I'd see that one daily low. It uh, where is that at thirty six fifty nine? I don't know. Maybe maybe let this settle for a day or two. I mean, get it closer to thirty, or maybe even a gap fill from back here. Uh, but um, right now, buyers at 36 and sellers at just over 37. I'm looking at I'm trying to find it. Oh, my Palantir, too, CCIV, too. I'm just looking at these beaten down names are coming back this morning. Very interesting rotation. Yeah, yeah, so when, when I hopped in, I'll, I'll just show you on my screen for a second. When I hopped in to the office this morning, uh, you know, and I'm looking at my Benzinga Pro, what's up, what's down. Yeah. And I, I look at my movers that's up there on the screen right now. And the top stock this morning, and I filter out anything below five dollars. The top stock was GameStop. It was up like fifteen percent, and like that was pretty much it. It was a like GameStop, it was AMC, and yeah. you had like a bunch of stocks up like like, like Rocket was up five percent, right? And like DraftKings was up five percent, and all these stocks were up five percent. But as far there were no real like big double digit movers, except for GameStop. And now it's there are more stocks on this list that are up. You see, Rocket's now up twenty percent, right? So that, that that's how I judge what kind of morning it is when when the the the, the magnitude of the crazy, moves crazy crazy and, 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 and the quantity of the stocks uh, on my up you know, uh, filter this morning. All right, it is nine o'clock. We're gonna hop off for the day. 
I want to hey, Spencer, our- I just want to throw uh, one programming note here. Yeah. Uh, I am going to be doing uh, okay. the last half hour of power again. I just put the link in here. I That's the exact link because uh, Dennis told me I wasn't putting the exact link in. And uh, I'll tweet it out later today. And uh, I'm going to be joined at 340 by Craig Johnson of Piper Jaffrey. And uh, love to get his perspective on the markets. He tried to get us all bullish in March and April. Uh, but I'll tweet it out again later. That's going to be from 330 to 4 along with my buddy uh, Rob Friesen from Stock Odds. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Go ahead, right. Spencer, wrap it up and tell us who Monday's. Are we going to have Tim on again on Monday? Yeah, we got Tim on Monday. And, and Joel, we got to work on our schedule for next week. We're looking a little bit bare right now. Okay. <laughs> we we got to work We got we got to work on that today. All right, there's the link to the Cannabis Capital Conference. I want to thank our guest today, uh, Mar- Marcus Heitkarter from Rockwell Trading. Today's show is sponsored by Rockwell Trading. Trade what you see. Not what you think. To learn more, go to rockwelltrading.com slash Benzinga. Hit that like button, guys. What is our like to viewer ratio? It is not good. We got like 500 likes and 2,400 viewers. Not good enough. Not good enough. Hit that like button before we get off. Let's see if we can get to 600 before I'm done talking. Uh, today's show, every show, is available as a podcast. If you're listening on any major podcast platform, please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes, not for investing or trading advice. Everyone have a good rest of your trading day. Good luck. We'll see you all at 3.30. We'll see you at the Cannabis Capital Conference. If we don't see you there. If we don't see you there, then we'll see you on Monday. Have a good weekend and uh, stay safe.